Do you want to hear wild stories about our happy holidays or our non-happy holidays? Because we lost in our semifinals, um, which is super heartbreaking for two of us. And JJ stuck one out. And to see our reactions and our crazy weekly drafts and punishments, check out our Twitch at Twitch dot tv slash daydreamer media welcome in to the fantasy daydreamers podcast i am jj you guys can follow me on twitter at jj daydreamers with me i got ryan what's up guys r-o-k-k-o rock-o-rock-o-rock-o daydreamer check me out on twitter i'll be talking about a lot of basketball pretty soon don't see the oh, high yeah, my feelings just started. NBA and just started. pain from this week yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, nice uh, Keone is also here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh my goodness, it is so good to be here. And I mean, you know, you can hear my woes and other things about the Colts and them not being a good team at all. And maybe the time has has sailed for me to be a part of their fandom but only you can only be kept abreast of that situation at twitter at daydreamer keone right you got a new nickname first take rocco one take rocco is he like no. clint eastwood no, yeah. no 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 i mean one take i do i tie freestyle yes i don't go over anything once or more than once but realistically for these intros, it's multiple takes, but today <laughs> I'm feeling good. All right, let's get into some news. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson was benched in Thursday night's game. Mike White will start this week. Uh, dun, he, was, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he was cleared by doctors for contact on Monday. Good. It's about time the T, whatever the. Terminator 3, you know, well, maybe not Terminator 3 because that one was kind of, uh, but a, re- a reboot of Terminator 2 somehow, <laughs> but but even even better. um, Yeah, because none of the other movies past Terminator 2 have been all that great. Um, but still, Mike White, he's finally repaired and ready to get back in, do a man's, a robot's job where a boy in Zach Wilson could not. He's just not good. Zach Wilson is not good. Might be, I think, I don't know if it's still, I don't know if it's too early, but definitely in the case of potential bust territory. Yeah. And Simon in New York might be uh, heading, uh, heading out, mm. coming to a close. Because even was Streveler, he looked better than him. <laughs> yeah. Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill had surgery on his ankle, meaning his season is most likely done. Can, time, I guess. can he get them to the playoffs? That's I think that's a, a, a big question going into for the next few weeks. Yeah. Patriots tight end Hunter Henry left early with a knee injury. He is day to day at the moment. Hmm. 
Uh, Bears quarterback Justin Fields hurt his foot, couldn't put full pressure on it after the game. They're not going to shut him down for the season, though. He's day-to-day. This guy has gotten hurt multiple weeks in a row. He settle that man down and sit him down before he, you ruin your franchise. There is quarterback controversy in Washington again as Carson Wentz came in for Taylor Heineke. Head coach Ron Rivera said he still hasn't decided who will start. Yes, the Washington Commanders, formerly known as the future, formerly known as the Washington Washingtons. Um, Yeah, Carson Wentz back back to the future. Whatever. I don't know. Mm. Marty. Carson. Packers wide receiver Christian Watson left early with the hip injury. He is day to day as well. I hate mm, that made me so mad. It's just. that would have loved to have seen him one continue to play in that game Two, get a freaking touchdown. My just, uh, they tried so many times to get him the ball in the red zone and zero end zone points. Rough. Rough to see in the semifinals. Very rough. Yeah. Uh, Broncos tight end Greg Dulcich left early dealing with a hamstring injury streaming option that I'd look elsewhere from now on. I mean, Broncos team shut it all down don't even just shut Russ down shut everybody down just bring in the replacements I don't know give give somebody give some of the bench guys a spot let Latavius Murray keep going that's that's it we should talk about this game real quick with the Rams the Rams and uh, Broncos real quick (laughs) okay Cam Akers is going off right Uh and I just keep standing there just don't do it do not put him in your top 20 don't do it. Don't, I just keep looking at myself and not follow the trap because I was super high in Cam Akers and he's trying to pull me back week by week and I can't allow it to happen. And you shouldn't either. I'm just letting everyone know. Don't fall for this Cam Akers trap. Don't do it, bruh. Yeah. Cam Cam Akers is Ryan's personal uh, dragon, if you will. So do not chase. The, well, do not chase the Cam Akers. Person. I'm just saying I really like Cam Akers coming out. Me and, Ar- me and Aaron had an argument on the dark tapes of this podcast about Cam Akers. Mm. I think he's great, but man, he has been horrible, and I can't fall in this trap again. I can't fall. He plays well when he wants to. He was just biding his time throughout most of the season. <laughs> hey, hey Kim, remember when um, Stone Cold Steve Austin was like hunting down DX, and he got one of those guys like in a bear trap or something? You remember that in like early early nineties or no late nineties when he was um, on DX and he was like picking them off like one at a time. I don't remember this, but I'm damn. I do not I remember just, that. It's like what? I what? sure it is. You'd have to remind me. Show me, text me or something about it afterwards, or send me the the video or whatnot. I know he messed up Booker T in a, a grocery store, hit him with milk. <laughs> Anyways, hit him with the milk. Hit him with the milk. <laughs> All right. Uh, Colts wide receiver Aston Doolin left early with a concussion. Uh, Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa is in concussion protocol. Is season over? You guys think it should be? It yeah. should be. That's the big. That's the biggest should though in the world. Mm. You know what we think should happen and you know for the safety of the players 
you know, there's this big, big green monster called Money's, Benjamin's, Cheddar, what have you, that the NFL likes to have. And so that might, you know, put aside the uh, the safety of a player. It has so far this season. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Broncos fired their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He had, to, he had to be the official sacrifice for Russell yeah. Wilson, not because you can't get rid of Russell Wilson. Yeah, no. Okay. So You're gone before the end of his first season. Gimme, it's sent slack. Oh, okay. Uh, also, that do it. That's not a fair oh. shake. I'm just saying. That man thought he was getting a quarterback better than Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. He got worse than Drew Locke. Yeah, but he, he also wasn't that good. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He was unprepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. As a first-time head coach, you should not be a play caller. Yeah, let that, let that, you know, figure that out because you can't handle game management like that. Boom! Gonna call it right here. He goes back with the Packers or something like that, and they make a deep playoff push. I don't know. Can you hire someone like that again? Well, like hire him like mid after he gets fired. Because uh, the Eagles hired um the Colts offensive coordinator as like a offensive like. I think analyst so. or whatever. I wonder if you could hire a head coach. To you just have to somehow pay their contract or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Actually, yeah. do what the Patriots are doing and say that Patricia is like a just an assistant, not a play yeah. caller, and then he exactly. gets to, to get paid. Ah, yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> so offensive analyst. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's an assistant to Mister Rogers. Home place. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our week 16 awards. All right. So this first award is someone who stole fantasy points from another player who should have gotten them. This is the Grinch award. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure when he's going to cut that up. Pushing the limits, I know. <laughs> all right, I like it. This, is, this podcast is all about pushing limits. Mm. All right, I got Kendrick Bourne, who had himself a day, six receptions for 100 yards, scored a touchdown, also carried the ball once for 29 yards, finished as a top 10 wide receiver on the week. The first time he's been in the top 20 or in, sorry, in the top 45 wide receivers all season. Meanwhile, Ramondre Stevenson, he only had 13 carries for 30 yards. He also fumbled twice, which obviously didn't help him. And in a big week where I really needed Ramondre Stevenson to come through for me, he finished with 2.3 fantasy points and was outside the top 60 running backs. It was all Kendrick Bourne for the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh, you know, you might you might have gone into this week needing um, a lot of guy, uh, a lot of plays from your your big, consistent guys. And, uh, you know, he was suspended for six games, played really well so far. And then just this week decided to act like he was suspended again. And the player that took all that from him was Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch took basically, you know, all the things that were going to go towards DeAndre Hopkins and took it his way. He had 10 catches on 11 targets for 98 yards, plus three runs for 25 for a hundred plus yard game. 
Um, he didn't find the end zone because Arizona is, I guess, allergic to the end zone, except for maybe James Conner. Um, but he was getting like Jim Carrey stealing packages from Cindy Lou Who and the rest of the Whovillian peoples because, you know, just mocking DeAndre Hopkins from his mountaintop. And DeAndre had 10 targets himself, but only had one catch for four yards. I, I Inexplicable, you know, inconceivable. But I don't know how you it's just uh, I don't know the slap in the face of the the most dense fruit pie you can possibly imagine. Um, just another just complete garbage performance um, from D hop. But good job, great Dorch. You know, good for you being a Grinch. You know, you got yours. So happy for you. Hopefully your heart grew three times the size and you are on, you know, you know, maybe it affects you being on. I don't know. I don't want to wish anybody injury. So that's an even <laughs> fake or not. So I can't do that. But yeah. Uh, mine's Trevor Lawrence. He stole absolute guaranteed touchdown for Travis Etienne. I'll take you to the play. First and goal, Travis Etienne up the middle one yard. Second goal, Travis Etienne gets the ball again for no yards. And then Trevor Lawrence steals it on the on a QB sneak. Travis Etienne should have had a bigger game. He played well. I mean, the Jags won 19-3, but when you only score one touchdown a game, a touchdown is very important. And that's a huge L for everyone who had Travis Etienne. I mean, they gave it to him twice. Is that really stealing it from him? Yeah. <laughs> they tried. Get to him again. <laughs> All right. Kendrick Bourne, Greg Dorch, and Trevor Lawrence, you guys are this week's Grinch Award winners. All right. This next award, someone you were overly excited to start. This is the Elf Award. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! I can love that movie. Mm. Um, I'm going to take this one because I love that movie the most. <laughs> DK Metcalf. I was super excited to play him. thought he was going to have crazy volume. And he did, like, the first half. And then he kind of went silent in that second half. And didn't score any more points and hurt my heart. Thank you. You did good, good DK, but not good enough. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the guy on the same team. Guy I've been uh, back in this whole season and who I thought really, really had a chance to to bring it back and really needed him to to do well. This is Geno Smith, quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, But I guess people are are starting to write back or cash in their checks. I don't know, whatever you want to do it, but they're, they've called his number and it's been an unimpressive run. Um, these past few weeks to say the least, um, he got brought down in a snowstorm and or whatever, and has returned to the Gino of old. Um, I thought it was going to be a good performance because he was facing Kansas city chiefs who are a bad defense versus quarterbacks. But no, we just cannot have nice things. While it, uh, you know, it worked out in uh, Elf. This was a uh, this whole game for Geno Smith was the part of the movie, you know, where Santa was stuck in Central Park, and it was not looking good for Christmas. And he had less than 250 total yards, one touchdown, and an interception to match. Those are not winning numbers for your fantasy teams in the semifinals. So, Geno Smith, 
Thank you so much for that. But I do not believe anymore. Uh, my Alpha Award winner is is really personal to me and someone else, uh, a couple of us on this podcast. It's going to be DJ Moore. In the middle of the season in our Dynasty League, Keone traded me DJ Moore for Cordell Patterson. A good trade and all. But then this week in the playoffs, heading into the championship, I was super excited to play DJ Moore against Keone. Uh, it's been really rocky for DJ Moore all season. Down, uh, not really up, kind of in the middle, down, down again. There really hasn't been a lot of ups for DJ Moore all season. This is uh, only the fifth time he's been in the top 24 wide receivers so far. But if you held your faith in DJ Moore like I did, he came through for you this week, had five receptions for 83 yards, scored a touchdown, was a top 12 wide receiver, and hopefully he also boosted you to your fantasy championships. So DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, and DJ Moore, you guys are this week's Elf Award winners. All right, and our last award, someone who came in and saved the day for you. This is the Rudolph Award. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. Mine's pretty simple. I got Justin Jefferson. He's been the wide receiver one all year. Um, He's one of, if not the best wide receiver in the game in the NFL today, had 12 receptions on 16 targets for 133 yards, got in the end zone. Just another week yet again where Justin Jefferson leads your fantasy team to a victory. If you took him in round one, you drafted great. Good for you. Uh, this man has wrecked the league this season. And, I mean, if you if you got him on your team, it's looking good for you. Austin Eckler. Um, only good thing about my team. He didn't lead me <laughs> anywhere. I mean, realistically, I was in a snowstorm, fell, crashed. But he did a good job. He did he did his part. <laughs> Two touchdowns. Uh, he doesn't give a lot of rushing yards basically any game, but you know, some receptions. He he played good. It's just I'm depressed. That's all. So we're talking about somebody coming in and saving the day, you know, like Rudolph with his bright red nose. Um, This week was more like uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer because <laughs> not a single goddamn person saved me in the end. It was awful. My players decided to not show up and lead to 0-3 on the week in fantasy. So that's fun. That's great. Um, you know, I, I Jalen Waddle, I don't know. He had a great game. He had a good game, made it possible, made it look like I was gonna gonna have a chance at win, only to uh to not. So he got my hopes up. And that was uh that was that was rude. That was rude of you, Jalen Waddle, to get my hopes up like that. And then for Michael Pittman to shatter them into a million pieces all on the ground, breaking my bones in twain, compound fractures, just guts and other things spilling out of my body onto the cold snow as I lie and my fantasy season dying with nothing else. And so 
It's fun times. Fun, fun times. So Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, not a goddamn person. You guys are this week's Rudolph Award winners. All right, let's move on to our waiver wire. All right, going into championship week, who are you guys adding who is 50% or less rostered? I'll go uh, wide receiver who's been doing pretty well as of late. It's uh, Washington Commanders Jahan Dotson. He is 30.2% rostered, caught a touchdown in his last three games. And although Wentz might be coming back at quarterback, you know, might be a little bit like, oh, he's done that all with Heineke um, at the start of the season. Dotson had four touchdowns with Carson Wentz. So I'm not too worried about him getting touchdowns or him losing, you know, if anything, he might lose his amount of targets he gets, but if he's getting in the end zone, then I don't really care. Like, I mean, it, it matters a little bit, but he's still getting production. Um, and, you know, they face the Browns, which is a game that they could, that the commanders definitely could win. Um, they need the win for sure, because if they lose and uh, Green Bay wins out, then Green Bay is in. And so they need to try and play defense and prevent for their fantasy or for playoffs. Um, and he's so Jahan Dotson, viable guy. And I think you can play him this week for sure. Um, and he's available in like two thirds of your leagues. So um, yeah, if you don't trust anybody or if you don't trust some of the guys on your team, Put in Jahan Dotson. All right. I got James Cook, 46.7% rostered. Been playing more and more down the stretch, rushing for uh, 99 yards this past game, scored a touchdown, been playing good late. Uh, there's one week left, and there's a chance that you need a running back with Derek Henry possibly missing this week. I think Cook is an okay pickup in a play for your championship He's running hard, especially if you have Devin Singletary. And even if you don't have Devin Singletary, this is it. It's, it's win now or, well, everyone's going home. So hopefully you take home that that trophy. So uh, James Cook running running hard lately. So ride the hot hand. I like that a lot. I also do James Cook. Um, DJ Dallas, six receptions this week. Um, I think they cut Travis Homer, right? Didn't they cut Travis Homer? Uh I'm not sure. Seattle. They signed Wayne Gallman to the 53-man roster, though. Let's go! Give him the ball, man. Uh, if he becomes the passing down back, I know they're not going to give Kenneth Walker all the work. Um, they're going against the Jets next week, which is a huge revenge game for Geno. Like, the biggest of revenge games for Geno. So I, I think they're going to do well. Um, Lockett might still be out. Uh, Goodwin did absolutely nothing last week. So... Again, if you can get a pass target, a running back who can get, you know, basically has a pulse and you can use um, six receptions, six targets. It's fancy value in PPR. But yeah, I would go James Cook, number one overall. But, you know, DJ Dallas, he can you know, he can do a little work for you. Well, all right. I'll make it three for three on James Cook. Uh, I mean, there's at, at, at this point in the season, there's there's not many players to differentiate that they're not above or that are below that 50% mark. Um, but they face Chicago, um, which is a good matchup, you know, for a running back. And cause it's going to be cold. I think they're playing in Buffalo. Um, but regardless of where they're playing, 
either Buffalo or Chicago. It's going to be cold there, you know? Um, and so it's going to be a run heavy game. And he's sitting around a 40% snap count since week 13. So he's definitely involved in this, in this offense. Um, I'm sorry. He had a great game versus Chicago. They face Cincinnati regardless. Again, my point still stands. It's a, it's going to be a cold weather game. So I, I'm sorry for that, but they face the Bengals tough defense versus the run, but he can give you some value with the amount of um, snaps and touches he can get because he also gets passing down work. It's limited, but he still gets, he's still involved in the passing down game. So James cook to have that rolling around in your mind for this week. Yeah. Uh, And I also got Tyler Algier in case you can't get James cook, another running back 39.2% rostered touches, touches, touches. Algier touched the ball 22 times for 117 yards just didn't get in the end zone, just missing that touchdown. Uh, still was a top 12 running back on the week without the touchdown. He's running hard. He's a young guy. This whole team is really young. They have no reason not to continue to give him the ball. Um, and I mean, they're not, they're playing for a little bit, but not a lot. Um, so, but the, this is a young team. They all want to win. So. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think this was out of his last or these, playoff games this past game was the one i was most hesitant about but he still did well so i think this week is a great matchup for him so yeah algier is a great pickup all right let's get into our streamers stream on (coughs) sorry stream on (laughs) hey i really liked whenever you did it live Oh my god. The recorded one's not as good, I don't think. What are you talking about? That was recorded clearly. <laughs> All right. Oh, Who are you guys streaming at quarterback this week? I'm gonna stream uh Garner Minshew. Um had a huge game. He had the turnovers, but three hundred over three hundred passing yards, two touchdowns. Or I made I think three, three touchdowns. As the Eagles insider, you don't think Jalen Hurts plays against the Saints to try to lock up that one seed. No, I don't think so. I think it's Minshew again. I think Jalen Hurts will try really, really hard play. But Minshew, I think, is a... Oh, he had three total touchdowns. I forgot he had a rushing touchdown. So, um, I think the Saints defense is, you know, good. But I don't think they're anything to really worry about. I think the Eagles at home, come off a big, uh, coming off a big L, going get W, Garmin, she plays well. So, I think he's a good streamer for me. As much as I hate to talk about or bolster this guy up because he's been eh for whatever, his Dak Prescott, <clears throat> they need to make, uh, well, I mean, they're in the playoffs, you know, and so Cowboys fans are already going to be insufferable. But if you need a, a quarterback, he's been playing pretty great or pretty well as of late. Um, he finishes a QB nine and QB one respectively over the past two weeks. And in this last game, he had over 380 total yards with three touchdowns to just one interception. Um, You know, he cut down on the turnovers and he threw for quite a bit. Um, That's probably because of the opponent, like that he had to throw as much. But if he can cut down on his interceptions and turnovers, I think he can play well. They do face a bad Tennessee defense, which has given up the second most passing yards by only like four yards. Um, So basically the number one. Um, it might not be as necessary for him to throw as much, but 
maybe he can get some people involved that not have that have not been as involved as of late <laughs> and hopefully can make up, you know, in terms of touchdowns to them. You know, there's an opportunity for that to happen. And, uh, you know, just throwing it out there. Be generous with uh, throwing to a particular player in this game. Yeah, Michael Gallup. <laughs> no, not Michael Gallup. <laughs> no, 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 no. He knows. He knows. All right. Uh, I am streaming Trevor Lawrence this week. He's been working ads of late, been throwing it a ton, was a top 12 quarterback on the week yet again, three straight weeks inside the top 12. He did it this week without a passing touchdown. Ryan said he stole that one touchdown from Travis Etienne. And that was that was a lone touchdown. They play Houston this week, which is not a good defense. You can run all over Houston. You can pass all over Houston. Um, and and I really like the way that T-Law has been, been handling business out there. Just just been on a tear as of late and it's been really fun to watch so trevor lawrence and and his band of what are we calling them band of oh, brothers his, no his uh, lawmen yeah his lawmen, group of lawmen yeah uh yeah it's, they've, they've been a lot of fun to watch and and i think you can trust trevor lawrence qb6 on the week right now uh on the season not on the week <laughs> all right who you guys got who are you guys streaming for tight end uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Higby here. Uh, three touchdowns, last two games. Bakers, well, the Rams are good versus the Broncos. Which, you know, I mean, hey, the Broncos defense is still good. So that's good. I mean, Higby, nine for 11, 94 yards. The only guys the Chargers in Seattle next two weeks. Matchups that I don't hate for tight ends. And I think there's a possibility that, you know, if this offense keeps going or if they score any points, Higby could be the guy. I mean, he had three touchdowns last two weeks and he had zero before that. So Baker's looking for him. Baker's always been good with tight ends. Um, This might change given the uh, Justin Fields news, but I'm going to go with Cole Komet. You know, it was a kind of a disappointing fantasy game fantasy wise from the Bears this past week. But Komet still gets catches and targets. You know, there's still always an opportunity for him to find the end zone when fields plays. Um, Hopefully he does. And they face one of the worst defenses in the league versus the tight end in the lions. Um, Given that they're tied for the most touchdowns allowed to the position, I think it's 10. So that's a lot. They are also in the bottom three um, just in, in general and bottom 10 in points allowed. Uh, This can be a big game for him potentially. Um, with fields, hopefully, versus a bad Lions defense. I like it. Uh, I got Pat Fryermuth, a trustable target for the Steelers this season. Going up against the Ravens, this is going to be a dog fight. Um, got flexed into the Sunday night game. Uh, the Steelers still technically fighting for a playoff spot. So they, I think they're going to be fighting for something, especially against the Ravens, a division rival. Um, I think. Firemuth can see a ton of targets and you know, he's the tight end seven on the season right now. I think he's someone you can trust. Uh, definitely a streaming option. Maybe not one of those top three, five to five guys that you can trust week to week, but definitely one of those high end streaming options. So I think you can trust him this week. For sure. And I do kind of want to see the, the Steelers get above 500 just for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. For me too. 
You just want to play a little cap or fact real quick before we end this pa- or before we end this podcast? All right, let's do it. Cap or fact? Zach Ertz, who tore his ACL week 10, ACL and MCL, has more fantasy points than Dalton Schultz. Cap fact. or fact? That's fact. <laughs> fact. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. If you guys want all of our content, our website is fantasydaydreamers.com. So go ahead and head over there. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at FF Daydreamers. We also have a Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. We're hanging out Monday and Wednesday nights. So come hang out, get your uh, fantasy questions answered. And remember, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay, stay dreaming. <laughs> <laughs>